So when I was when I was younger, when I was about, um, I think I was definitely still in college. So 21, 22 years old, and I was new, uh, or I had been lifting for a couple of years. So I was new to the lifting game. And so when I would, you know, I would be at college and I would come home, and people would go, "Oh, you look fucking jacked," and you know that felt really good. Uh, also, though, that got me roped into helping people move a lot. <laughs> and so I'm helping some family friends of ours move. And, um, they have a, um, they got this like five gallon, like Henkley and Schmidt jug filled with quarters. And then there are two, um, they had like duct taped handles to it and they needed somebody to move it. And their, their son who was helping them move. So this is like a family friend we've known for a long time. And their son is like, Oh, we got to get Paul to do it. You know, um, you know, when you get to be my age, you can't lift shit like that without throwing your back out or something like that. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, dude. At the time he was like 27, 28 years old, <laughs> but he had like already accepted that. Like, oh, I'm, I'm old. I'm incapable. Right. So of course I moved it. And, um, you know, that was a hero for a minute, but the reason I tell that story, because, you know, most of you guys and girls, uh, well, you're not really girls or guys, you're, you're men and women listening right now are somewhere between probably 35 and 45, maybe even 35 and 50. And you might be feeling those signs of aging. Like, ah, I don't recover like I used to, or my joints hurt. My back hurts. I have old injuries. Um, I don't have as much energy to put towards working out or, or whatever as I used to. And, you know, I got kind of all these typical middle-aged ailments and, Oftentimes people, when those things start to, there's like, it's like a critical mass when they start to add up the lack of energy, the, the bad back, the, the achy shoulders, like whatever you get to this point where you just go down this path of like, well, I just accept things as they are. Like, that's how it is. I'm aging. I'm old now. And you accept feeling like shit. And because you feel like shit and you don't have energy to work out, you sort of accept looking soft. You, you accept that that's what happens. That's how people my age look. And here's the deal though, you know, the mileage. And when I say mileage, I mean the years of lifting or the injuries or the car accidents or whatever, the mileage and the age, you know, can definitely be contributing factors to feeling that way, but it would be foolish to just chalk it all up to, to just getting older without first thing, first looking at what's changed in ourselves, what has changed in our lifestyles. And yes, we've gotten older, but also as we've gotten older, we've taken on more responsibilities. We've become more competent in our careers and being competent in your career means you get rewarded with more stress, more responsibilities. You take on a family and while that is, you know, probably one of the most joyous, if not the most joyful pursuits I've ever taken on, it certainly comes with a lot of responsibility and uh, takes a lot of my energy. And so you take on more responsibilities as you get older. And also you spend less time being active because of, as I just mentioned, you're taking on more responsibilities at home and at work, right? And so if you don't already have basic mechanisms in place to deal with all that stress, to cope with all that stress and make it healthy and not um, degenerative, if you don't have basic good solid nutrition principles in place, if you don't have good sleep hygiene in place, meaning you don't sleep enough and you don't get good sleep you're already going to end up feeling 20 years older than you are. But then because you, you you feel so much older than you are, you're going to have that moment too where you catch yourself in the mirror and you're just like, fuck, is that what I look like? Because in your head, 
you're, you're still like 19 or 20 or 21 or 22. Like that's what you think you look like. And then somebody takes a candid picture of you or you catch a picture of yourself in the mirror or you, or you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. And you're like, fuck, is that what I look like now? Like, who is that old guy that resembles me? And it's that moment where you're like, you just, you kind of maybe get disgusted with yourself or it's a wake up call and you're like, man, all right, I'm going to get back to it. Right. Uh, and, and that's when you go and you go back and you do something that worked for you in your twenties or you do some stupid fucking high intensity routine about, you know, with burpees and shit because you're wrestling or your high school coach in high school told you, you've got to always be the hardest broker in the room and you do a bunch of dumb stuff and you feel even more like dog shit and even worse, you don't see any results. And the reason for that is because you are not allocating your resources correctly. See, all those things that used to work for you, they don't work anymore because you're not the same. Your life isn't the same. And in your court, in your current life, you are using your physical and your mental energy differently than you were when you've done stuff in the past. And therefore, if you want to be in amazing shape, you need to plan to allocate your resources a little bit more effectively. And so when I'm talking about allocating resources, the, the, re, the specific resources I'm talking about are time, mental energy, and physical energy, okay? And we need to allocate those things as wisely as possible and get them to work for us. And so put another way, we need to know what are the best levers to pull. <laughs> what, what, what is the crowbar? What is the lever I can use to move the biggest rock with the least amount of effort? That's what you need to know. And you can't really know what levers to pull Unless you know exactly what you want. And most most people are not very specific on what they want from a fitness routine. All they know is they don't want to be here. They have that moment that I talked about before that they catch a glimpse in the mirror. Somebody takes a picture of them like, fuck, I don't want that. And so they're like, cool. Like now I'm motivated, which is good. But they, they're not super specific on what they want. They don't break it down. And so since they have sort of a fuzzy picture of where they're going, they have a fuzzy plan. And they resort to this sort of blunt force. How much energy can I put into not looking like this? Right. And it's like they want to put in as much time, as much effort as possible because they think that's what getting in shape is. That's what they think that's what getting in shape requires is that blunt force shotgun approach. But if you're really looking at how much energy can I put into this in this stage of your life, the answer is not that much. You don't have two hours a day to spend in the gym. You can't go do a fucking beat down workout and then try and work the rest of the day or pr try and be present with your kids. You're just going to be a fucking blob on the couch if you go and you do that shit, right? So what do we do instead? Rather than take that blunt, for blunt force approach of just blasting as much time and physical and mental energy as we can into our fitness, we want to take a little bit more of a surgical pro approach instead. And if that blunt force relies on volume of energy expended, the surgical approach is going to require that every single cut, A, is as small as possible and has a specific intention and a specific desired outcome, and there is no wasted effort. And that's where allocation of resources comes in. With blunt force, we are throwing a ton of physical energy at the job right? A ton of physical energy. And that drains us, obviously. But it also takes a lot of time. And really, it decreases our bandwidth as well, because the physical energy drains our mental energy, right, that we're throwing into it. But also, 
since you don't have a ton of specific intention, you don't get results. And then that leads to frustration. So throwing a bunch of effort at something and not seeing a return on that investment of time and energy is frustrating as hell. And it perpetuates a cycle of continuing to drain our resources of mental energy, right? You get sick of it. So in order to preserve our time, our physical energy, and our mental bandwidth, we want to lay out clearly what we're after and then apply the appropriate amount of time and energy in order to get what we want, right? I mean, that makes sense. I'll say that again. We want to lay out clearly what we're after and then apply the appropriate amount of time and energy in order to get what we want. So here's the breakdown. Here's, here's what we're after, generally speaking. It's show, it's go, and it's health. We want to look better. We want to be able to perform better, you know, in life and, 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 and all, whatever that means to you. And I'll break it down further. And we want to be healthy, dude. And that's not the sexy answer. Like, I mean, I know people say generic shit like, oh, I want to be around for my kids and stuff like that. But that doesn't really motivate you to get out of bed in the morning. Right. But at the end of the day, we are not going to go into the gym to become less healthy. So we want to make sure that this all plays together. Right. And so if we look at those three overarching principles, let's start with show. Let's start with what specifically it takes to look better. Okay. And what it comes down to is having muscle (laughs) and having a low enough amount of body fat in order to see that muscle. That's where you look athletic. Okay. That's where you look jacked. That's why fat dudes who are 230 and have a huge bench press, you're like, dude, you don't even look like you work out. But that same dude, that same frame at 190 looks absolutely enormous because he's got a low body fat level. And he looks athletic and he looks jacked. And that's the difference, right? And so if, we're, if, if, if the show, if the aesthetics is all about, you know, building and preserving muscle and then burning fat to get to a, a low body fat level, we got to look at what are the right tools for those jobs. And here's what, do me a favor, like write this down, memorize this, brand it into your skin. I don't care. Don't use the gym for fat loss. Don't. Like, yes. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to burn more calories than you consume to lose fat. That's true. And yes, you burn some calories at the gym. Also true, but it's a terrible lever. The amount of time and energy uh, it takes to just burn maximum amount of uh, calories from working out is easily undone by a very small dietary, like a couple beers or a Snickers bar or whatever. And not only that, but when you're in the gym simply to burn calories, you're taking resources away from getting stronger and building muscle and doing all the other things that help you look better. So fat loss, the best lever to pull in terms of fat loss is dialing in your nutrition. It's not freaking complicated. I've got a ton of resources on it. If you go back and look, or if you join my discord channel, fat loss is super easy. It happens in the kitchen, period. Pull that lever. And then muscle building is going to come down to how we spend some time in the gym. And really, it comes down to using essentially moderate weight at the appropriate volume and the appropriate intensity. So volume means number of sets per week, generally speaking. And intensity means the sets have to be hard. They have to be basically to failure, one or two reps away from failure, you know? And if you do that in, in, in you know, and you hit all the muscle groups that you want to preserve muscle in, you're going to look better, right? So I'm talking about like probably three lifting sessions a week that take 45 to 60 minutes. I mean, at a bare minimum, coupled with some nutrition um, that allows you to lose some body fat, dude, you will be a new man. You will be a new man in probably 12 weeks. You will look completely different. You'll look 10 years younger. uh, Your clothes will fit differently in a good way. Your sleeves will be tighter. Your midsection will be looser. Like Life will be good. I fucking promise. It's literally that simple. But you have to pull the right levers. Stop trying to burn fat in the gym. 
all right, and, and stop doing uh, anything when it comes to lifting weights that's not doing a set that's hard and then resting, right? Like that's what you do. Now, that will change the way you look for sure. It will certainly help you look more athletic, but also you want to be athletic. You want to be able to fluidly get up and down off the ground with your kids. For me, um, for me, it's like one, one like good little test is when I'm standing and unloading something in the back of my truck, I'm like, how comfortable am I just jumping down right now? Do I need to sit my butt on the tailgate and slide off? I don't like that. Can I just use one hand to pop off or can I pop up into the bed with just one hand? <laughs> like it's, it's silly stuff, right? But I want to maintain a basic level of athleticism. And so really what that comes down to, you don't need a bunch of uh, agility ladders. You don't need to do sprints with parachutes and all that stuff a basic level of mobility and stability for your joints, right? So making sure your shoulders stay mobile, your hips stay mobile, and your core stays strong, that will give you a very, very good base level of athleticism. Now, the the, the only uh, the other piece that I think is missing from those two is power. If you, if you can stay strong with your weightlifting and you stay mobile and stable with your core work and your mobility work, um, and you want to stay spry, being able to move explosively is a good idea too. Oftentimes, people our age are a little bit worried about doing box jumps or a little bit worried about plyometrics because of the um, because of the injury risk and just the force it puts on your body. All good, dude. You can use medicine balls and kettlebells for very basic and very safe power output. Like that combination of mobility, stability, core strength, and some very basic power work will keep you athletic as hell. It'll keep you feeling good. It'll keep you moving fluidly and it'll keep all of your aches and pains at bay. I promise. And so then if that's the base level of athleticism in the performance um, sector, then we can look at cardio and what do you have to do for cardio? And here's the thing. We're talking about allocating resources here. So everything that I just outlined before that like the, the mobility, the core work and the power work that can be done as a warm up for your lifting. So we're talking about 10 to 15 minutes per lifting session. So if you, if you lift 45 minutes to build muscle, tack 15 minutes on the front end of it to, to be athletic and you've got yourself a really nice workout right there. And so where does cardio fit in? Dude, here's where it fits in. You don't have to do anything that really high intense. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of zone two. Very low intensity because that would, that's what actually helps your heart pump blood more effectively. That's what helps your, that's what gives you a lower resting heart rate. That's what helps you create more capillaries around your body, helps blood get to your muscles. And here's the cool thing at that low intensity, not only is that where your aerobic base is actually being built, but doing that low intensity cardio actually facilitates better recovery in between your workouts. So in between your lifting workouts, I should say. And so in a perfect world, you're lifting do an easy cardio the next day, lifting, do an easy cardio the next day. And that's it, man. And that's it. And so then if you wanted to run races, if you want to run races, if you wanted to increase your 5k time or your, you know, whatever distance you run, um, you know, you, then that would be a specific running program where you would do some higher intensity cardio. Uh, but you would, you would, you would dial back on the lifting at that point as well. But if we're just looking for for basic performance in life, looking athletic, everything I just outlined, like that's it, man. A warm up with mobility, strength, and power. A lifting workout, alternate that with very easy zone two cardio, uh, two to three days a week, 30 to 60 minutes a pop, you're good to go. And so um, what did I miss here? That's that's about it. And so um, the last piece is, okay, so how can we do, how can we make sure that we're healthy while we do this? 
right? How can we make sure that we're healthy while we do this? And here's the cool part, man. Everything that I just outlined will keep you basically very healthy. <laughs> you know, doing the mobility work will keep your joints healthy. Doing the core work will keep you uh, strong and stable through your entire body. Lifting to look good will keep muscle on your body, which is the fight as you age to maintain your mobility, right? So keeping muscle on your frame is really, really important. And then that zone two cardio will keep, um, like I said, it'll keep your aerobic function really, really good, really, really high. And so that's all that's, you're already taking care of the health. And then I think just the only add in that we need to use or, or asterisk we need to put at the end of it is that the harder you go in the direction of show or go, the less healthy the activity becomes. Okay. Which means like, dude, if I'm going to perform like, so let's just talk show, right? I'm talking about losing some fat and building some muscle. All good. If I take that to the extreme of like doing a bodybuilding competition where I'm going to get down to, you know, 5% body fat (laughs) and potentially use diuretics and anabolics and all that sort of stuff. Well, now that pursuit becomes less healthy the further I push in that direction. Or if we talk in the in the direction of performance, like, yeah, man, lifting to keep some muscle on your body is good, but, you know, maxing out your deadlift for years and years and years and years is going to take away from your overall health or doing some basic zone two cardio is good, but let's not kid ourselves. If we run multiple, you know, fucking ultra marathons a year, probably not the healthiest thing for us. So it's, that's the caveat is that these things, if you can picture a Venn diagram, they all overlap. But the further you go in any one direction, the more you're going to skew away from the other two. So that's just that's just how I would how I would um, you know look at it. But the reason I wanted to break that down is because again, it comes back to allocation of resources. It comes back to that. Know what you're going after, and then look at what's the actual lever I can pull um, to get each specific outcome. And anything else beyond that is a waste. And so many, and, and this is where, like, if you know, if we want to get into the life lesson, so many of us have the, have been conditioned to like, it's not a good workout unless I work hard. It's not a good workout unless I'm exhausted. It's not a good workout unless X, Y, and Z. But like, well, what the fuck is a good workout, right? It's a it's something that moves me in the direction that I want to go. And if I am a sweaty, sore mess on the ground. But I have not helped myself become more athletic. I have not done anything to build muscle. I haven't done anything to become more healthy. I've just beat myself up. Well, all I've done is wasted my resources and not even moved myself in the right direction. And so that's like, that's my life. Like when I, when I think about things, I'm like, man, I want to make every single action have a specific intention behind it as much as possible. Even if that intention, you know, on a given day, even if my intention is to do nothing, then my intention is to do nothing and relax and turn my phone off or whatever, right? But if I if I find myself drifting and just doing things based on feel or not really based on a specific outcome, that's when you end up in the land of wasted time. And time is, you know, time is in limited supply, man. So I'm trying to maximize on it and use use my time here on this earth as best I can. And that's going to come down to getting specific on what I want and allocating the resources of time, energy, and mental bandwidth that I have to put towards moving forward and not just wasting it. Uh, if you do, if you guys like this, do me a solid, um, share it. Like just hit the share button in your podcast. Send it over to somebody who needs to know. Send it over to somebody who's doing burpees between sets. Send it over to somebody who's doing boot camp workouts. Send it over to somebody who is working their ass off in the gym 
It doesn't even look like they work out. You don't have to say this while you send it to them, but you get the point, right? <laughs> and for, for more, like, you know, I go a little bit more in depth in this stuff in my Discord channel. I highly recommend you, you head on over there, missingpeacepodcast.com. Join the Discord channel. Been quiet lately. Uh, we have had a lot going on in the back end with our business, but, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be busting out and creating some new content here very, very soon, including case studies. But in the meantime, there's plenty of archive stuff in there for you to get a hold of. Hope you guys have an awesome week, and I'll talk to you soon.